Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. And I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zant shortly as the uh, Miami Dolphins bring their record to four and one and take uh, complete control of the AFC East in doing so. Not such a surprise because obviously um, the Dolphins have that lull in their schedule right now, and, and, and the Giants, uh, especially after their last performance, one of the worst teams in football. Um, as we speak, but nonetheless, you still have to win these games, and that's exactly what they did. Uh, the Miami Dolphins defeat the New York Giants 31-16 to in Miami on another very uh, hot day. Uh, here's your stat line. Two, a 22 for 30, 308, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Not a sharp game for him, which we'll talk about. Um, he was a little off. He had one of those games, um, so we'll, we'll dive into that, and, and you all know what I'm talking about, obviously. Um, Devon Achon uh, continues uh, his um, rookie uh, dominance this year. Uh, 11 for 151, he had the one touchdown. Most of it was behind him, 10 for 65, one touchdown. The, the running game, again, was real solid. Um, the balance is superb, uh, and they continue to do that. Um, on a Giants team that uh, did their best to hang in with them and was giving given a lot of help, uh, but just was not able to take advantage of a lot of the blunders that the, the Dolphins did give them. Uh, Tyree killed your leading rush, uh, receiver, 8 for 181 and one touchdown. Um, another real strong game, and he have had that long touchdown pass, which now we find out was a little bit ad-libbed. Um, Cedric Wilson behind him, 4 for 52. And we'll mention Waddle, 5 for 35, because he did have the touchdown. Now on the other side, Daniel Jones really struggled again. 14 for 20, 119 yards. Knocked out of the game with a neck injury. Reports on him is that uh, he's, he's day-to-day possibility to to be back in the lineup next week for those 
wondering about his injury. Um, Rushing-wise, Eric Gray was their leading rusher, 12 for 25, so obviously the Dolphins' defense did their job there. Um, Darren Waller was 8 for 86 in their leading receiver. So the Dolphins really were able to keep a lot of things in check, but there was a lot of things that were eye-opening too. Um, defense still seems like it's struggling, and and the one glaring stat, of course, is Jason Pinnock with his 102-yard interception off Tua, which, uh, you know, kept the game from being a blowout, and, you know, that game was ready to be put to bed, and, and that brought them back in. And it seems that the Dolphins, uh, just time and time again, you know, had opportunities to, to end it and just kept making mistakes and turnovers and giving the Giants a lot of uh, opportunities to get back in the game. They settled for a lot of field goals, um, whereas, you know, with this offense, you can't settle for field goals. Uh, and and in doing that, um, you know, ultimately lost, but it also brings up a lot of question marks uh, when this team does play uh, higher level teams. You're not going to be able to do that. But I'm the kind of guy that always has said, you know, it's a, it, it, you, it's a tough league. You win ugly, you take the loss, uh, you take the wins, and you don't look back. Um, there's plenty of losses in this league, so um, you know I don't harp on that. You do what you have to do, but uh, but we all know that when you play better teams, you're going to have to raise the level of play. And uh, you know, Rich, the one thing that you know, not not to keep harping on it, but this is a lull in the schedule. And if there's one knock that you have to have, it's that the Dolphins basically are four and one, and they've beaten three of the worst teams in the NFL in doing so. Yeah, I mean, still the Chargers aren't one of the worst teams. I think they're just off to a bad start. Yes, but you beat them opening day in a shootout, and your defense was on the field. Yeah, yeah, I got you. But that was a big, you know, that was a big road win, you know. It's opening day. Yeah, but you know, hey, look, you you've seen this team lose to those crappy teams over the years. Oh no, no, no doubt about it. But I'm just saying that's that's opening day, right? So you know, you got to chalk that up for opening day. You know, opening day is opening day, and your defense was on the field, say, you know, at the end of the game. You know, so yeah, I'm just no saying, question. you know. I mean, our, our defense is definitely a work in progress. I mean, you know, like, there's a lot of good, but there's a lot of bad you see there, you know. We're not 100% healthy there yet. So, you know, maybe that will get better. Maybe, you know, the Fangio system will click at some point. You know, that's what you have to hope for. You hope this is, you know, you hope they're really not 28th in the league in defense. Well, you other know, than Jalen we'll Phillips, so who, who's, who's – I mean, other than Jalen Phillips – you know, uh, who are you expecting to get healthy? I mean, you're, you're looking at Jalen Ramsey? I mean, the guy hasn't played ever on the team. You're lucky if you get him back at the end of the year. I wouldn't count that in any respect. I mean, the guy really hurt his knee, and he's never played there. So if you're looking for that it's to meniscus. pump your – It's not that bad. It's meniscus, it's, you know. And that was the big free agent signing in the off season. you know. Yeah, it was, but, I mean, don't count on that. I mean, he, you know, you're lucky if you get anything there. I mean, he's 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 – you can possibly get him back at the last quarter of the season. That's what you're looking at. I so, I you know, I mean. I thought, they, I thought they said like week eight. I heard longer than that, but either way, I mean, you know, to, to use that as an excuse is a little ridiculous. The guy's never played one down. 
I said maybe I said maybe that'll get get us better. Well, no, he did play in the pre- preseason. Uh, really? He played in training. Uh, yeah, and he was there. I mean, that's when you go with. I understand, no, but, but I mean, wasn't it the big? How much did they pay this guy? I understand. No, I know how much they're paying him. It's got to be better than Eli Apple. Yes, but if you're using that as your excuse why the defense isn't playing well, that's ridiculous. Did I say that? I said we could hope that we get better with you know when we get healthy. That's what I said. Yeah, I know. I know. I, but I don't think they're and that injured that, is my you know, point. I think, the, I think the Fangio system has to click too. You know? It does. It does. But I don't think this defense is that injured. When you look around the league at the injuries that are bombarding teams on their defense, this team's healthy. Pretty much every starter is healthy except for Phillips, you know, who's who's week to week, and you got to expect him to be back. Now, yeah, granted, that's a loss because, I mean, Phillips is one of the, you know, the spark plugs of this defense. Uh, there's no doubt about it. But that's really the only main injury to this defense. I don't think injuries have affected their play. Why are you discounting Jalen Phillips? That was like their big move in the offseason. I'm not. I, I'm not. I think Jalen Phillips is a huge part of this defense. You know that. I've been arguing with you for three years on Jalen Phillips, how good he is. I'm not. I mean, you're you're the one who th- said he was a bust, which was ridiculous. So if you want to make a public apology now, I'll hold the lines. You can well, do that. But if I you want to. But you act like him yeah. coming back is no big deal. It's a minister. No, no, I, like no I think it is. I think it is. I'm not saying that. I think it is a big deal. But I'm saying, other than him, that's really your only injury. Like, I don't think you can use injuries on this defense, at least, as an excuse. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think they're that injured. I said, I said they should be get better when those guys came back. I didn't get yeah. it as an excuse. I they should. get two stars back. You know, that's my point. And, you know, and don't forget about, uh, about Needham, too. You know? That's the other guy that's been out. You know, hopefully, like, you know, that'll add something to it, too. Because that's been weak back there. It will. But, uh, Rich, be honest with me. You really think that the injuries are the reason why this defense has struggled? Well, I think Eli Apple hurting, is hurting them. Yeah, and I think that, uh, you know, I think Kuhu's playing out of position. That, you know, he's not doing his, his, his regular nickel position because Phillips and Needham aren't there. Yeah, I think it, I think it does Well, that was opening day. I mean, that's been since and opening have, day. And you have your best – and you have your best pass rusher out too, you know. So yeah, I do think that. Who, who, who's that? Uh, some guy named Phillips. Oh, Phillips? Where'd they get him from? Did they trade Najee Harris for him? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know. I hear what you're saying, and yeah, things are there. Um, but listen, and which is a rare thing. But usually it's the opposite. But you're one of the rare guys who's actually defending the defense right now, and and, and usually you're the opposite well, just, of it. I'm, I'm so hoping, I'll take it. Listen, I mean, all you can do, do is hope that, like you know, that you know his system clicks with these guys eventually. You know, it's a it new will. system. You know, you know, and you know, I think that's yeah. part of the problem. You know? Yeah, it will. It's going to get better. I mean, he's a good defensive coordinator, obviously, and things are going to click. They're going to get better. But but you can't say you're not a little concerned in certain areas with this defense, right? I'm I mean, concerned. It's, it's, I didn't say I wasn't concerned. I don't like the – I don't – you know, how many times are we going to defer so the other team can score, you know, right off the bat? I, that to you me know, is asinine. I mean, that has nothing to do with the defense. That has nothing to do with the defense. You're the only guy well, I know who doesn't we, get why you defer. You, 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 like because you deferred, because you deferred, is why you were able yeah, to win this, dominate this game this week. But you don't even realize that you double dipped when the team sputtered, okay, and kept this team in it. 
and then you had the, the, the interception, this team was able to then double dip and put three and seven and ten points and basically end the game because you deferred and you got the ball again uh, uh, to open up the half. That, that's what you basically did. What's that? I don't think he ever deferred when Marino was the quarterback. Okay, first of all, it's a different game now. It's a different game now. It is. Okay, and, and, and if you look at the way that it's played now, especially like with, with the clock and the way they hit field goals, I mean, let's face it. They, these guys hit 59 yarders now like they used to hit 35s. So it, it's a different game. And, and when that's <laughs> – yeah, I, I got you. But once, once this started coming you know, into fruition um, and, and the way that it's such an offensive game now – you know, it really makes no sense not to because you you really have an opportunity to do something strong. And if you can't stop a team on the opening drive from going downfield, that's on you. And even if you do, you know, get that, you know, you still have the opportunity like the Dolphins did. I mean, I'd still rather well, get the ball to start the half. Are you getting sick of seeing that? Tell them to start the game or behind the eight ball every time. You know, I'm not tired of seeing – yeah, I'm not tired of seeing them start on the defensive side. I'm tired of seeing this defense look like Swiss cheese and allow a team to drive 80 I, yards. I so you, That's what I, I don't look at that as a deferring problem because I'm going to have the same thing happen when the second half starts the game. Yeah. So I'd much rather start well, the game like that than have the second I half you, start in that fashion. Just because you defer doesn't mean you're going to have the ball last. It doesn't go like that. But it means you're going to have the ball first. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can always double dip. I got you. No, you can't always double dip, but you're going to get the ball to, to, you know, to start the second half, which is a big deal, especially if you're, you know, especially if you're trailing a game. I mean, it really gives you a lot of opportunities. I think when you have a high power, I think when you have, look, if you didn't have, you know, in the Jay Fiedler years when our offense stunk, yeah, I got you, defer. But I think with, with an offense like this, is, I mean, it's a record-breaking all-time offense at this point. You know? They, they broke the record of the most points and most yards in the first five games yesterday. Yeah, but, that, so I but think that why that, would... That you want to start, you could go boom, 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 get, you start 7 nothing every week. You, know? you, you could, start, but I think you're missing the, the bigger picture. Wise. I think you're missing the bigger picture that with, with this kind of an offense... You're almost guaranteed to have the ball at some point towards the end of the half, whether it's the last second of the half. But don't you, or, you know, my, my point is, though, you humiliate them on the first drive. Maybe your defense like goes, wow, we're up 7 nothing. And maybe they play different. You know, instead of playing that lackluster, let them roll right down your throat, you know, defense. You know, I don't know. You know, maybe yeah, I think that they have to force it. You know, like, you know, put that behind the eight ball for a change. Because obviously what we're doing now, the defense just lets them go right down the field, you know? Yeah, and but, you know, but you're not going to get away from I mean, that just because. It gets Kansas City, you're really going to defer and give Mahomes a chance to, to, you know, to, like, you know, score a touchdown immediately? That's what you want? Well, but 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 that's a team that can can obviously double dip on you and find yourself fourteen points behind and never look back. 
So what you're saying there kind of contradicts when you get to the end of the half and the beginning of the next one. I mean, you, so you're basically you. saying, wait, wait, wait. I, but, but, I, disagree. I agree to disagree. I don't think this is the offense that you know is the fur one. Okay, I mean, I think but, but by saying that, that, I don't think he's so you, I don't think he's so you're, so you're basically saying, let, let's take the extreme scenario, which is like you said, the Kansas City Chiefs. So you're content with saying, Patrick Mahomes, we're going to give you the ball to start off the, the second half of the game. Every time you're comfortable with that, I'm not. I'd rather take my chances on the first drive. Yeah, I, that, I'd rather me. have I mean, offense on the field and humiliate them. Just go right down. You're not humiliating them, though. Well, what team's getting humiliated by you? Know, really, you're going to humiliate the Chiefs? You know, why do we always have to be chasing? You know what I mean? Like, you know, get the lead. You know? And just, you know, you know, prove to them that you could, you know, you could just march down the field on them. You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know each game. I'd have to look back. I obviously know what Buffalo did, but there, I'm you know, sure there was a game. We don't win the, we don't win the cost. Right, right. right. That's what I mean. So it hasn't we always been to. that way. Yeah, no. it hasn't always but been like that. Like I mean, we do win, they do defer. You know. Well, Belichick started this. I mean, he's right. So, uh, you know, I think that's where it really started, started. I know teams have done it, but he started doing it, you know, back 20 years ago or whatever. Um, you know, I, I just think the game has changed so who's, much right who's now. Who's the guy at overtime that goes, we want the ball and we're going to win it, and then they lost. <laughs> Hasselback. 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 Yeah, we're going to win. Yeah? <laughs> what do you need for a six? <laughs> around the, yeah, ironic. That was around the same time Jerome Bettis called tails, <laughs> and, yeah, then yeah. He, and then he lost. Remember tell. his face on it is. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the so. same. That was the same who called called the test of Ernie White helmet of football. I don't know if that was the same year. No, I think that was the later because that was ninety eight. No, that was the same crew, dude. I swear to God. Same crew. Yeah, that was the same year. Same crew, same year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I believe you. All right, quick break. We'll come on back. Keep... When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani, former linebacker with the Miami Dolphins, and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Getting born in the state of Mississippi. Papa was a copper and the mama was a hippie. In Alabama, she was swinging hammer. 
All right, welcome back to Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Got Pat and Rich coming at you, and just a reminder, we'll take you up to the Monday Night Football game tonight. It's the uh, Packers uh, visiting the Las Vegas Raiders, and uh, you can catch us on iTunes. Just go right to the iTunes store and, and uh, subscribe. Uh, get the latest episodes delivered right on your phone. You can send us any questions or comments, Show and yahoo.com. And, uh, you know, Rich, we had... Uh, Talking about that defense, um, the one thing they are doing fairly well is they're tied for sacks, uh, third in the NFL with 17. So they are getting to the quarterback at times, but I guess it kind of goes back to what we said. I think Daniel Jones was sacked 11 times the week before we played him. So, you know, you're playing teams that are, you know, not great, so they're going to get sacked. Um, and, you know, this continues. Uh, you know, you you, you got – the Carolina Panthers next week. So, you know, uh, listen, good teams beat bad teams when they need to. And so, you know, I'm not going to knock that. Uh, but the one thing that did happen this week is the Buffalo Bills um, lost. Uh, so that kind of gives you that space that you can, you know, uh, run away with a little bit. Yeah, that was, that was a big surprise, Jacksonville beating them. Yesterday, I mean, when I saw it was eleven to seven, I thought, "Here we go again." You know, we, we saw this. Yeah. You know, we I know think they helped, you know Jacksonville actually prevailed in that, which was, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's a weird game. Great. Yeah, he played really good I, the last I, quarter. And um, I think it's a weird he, game yeah. because the the you know the England trip. It's almost like a neutralizer. It almost like neutralizes teams, you know? And I think that Jacksonville staying there for two weeks really was a had to be you know, a big advantage, right? Yeah. Because Did you, you, know, you don't have the Ravens are playing there this week and they left today. Because the yeah. Harbaugh, Harbaugh said that he made a big mistake the last time. Yeah. And um he 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 left so late in the week that it like was a mess, you know, and they lost. I think there's a lot to be made from that, you know. I really think it was an advantage for those that, that for Jacksonville to be there for two weeks. Um, but then it also brings up, you know, how much of an advantage, disadvantage, if a team is, is there for a long period of time. Like, obviously, Jacksonville wants to be there. I mean, they want to talk, and I think it's coming. I, I really think they're going to be playing half the year there. I think it's coming in the near future that these games are going to be basically it's Jacksonville against, you know. I really do. I think that's what's, what's what it's coming to, and so they're going to play half the you know I season there. I think it's going to be a hard sell for the players, and I mean, you know, the town of Jacksonville, like, don't you know the revenue they lose? How is that going to be made up? You know what I mean? Well, I, 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 because I think that game with this, because the other because I think that they were a team that's been in trouble of moving. Right, a few years ago, that was the team that they were talking about moving. So I don't think it's going yeah, to be like a coexistence. They're they're, they're, but are they? They're, they don't have a problem getting fans there. They they don't have a problem getting fans now, but they've had issues. I mean, they, they, you yeah. know, they they got Trevor Lawrence and they're re- revamped right now, right? Doug Peterson's in there and they're doing some really good things, but they did have some problems prior to that. And, uh, you know, it, 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 it's, I think it's one of those teams that was, you know, was struggling a little bit and was in that talk of moving. You have an owner that has flat out said he wants to be in London. So, uh, you know, 
I, I don't know. I, I know that that's where they, they're heading, and, and, and that's the team that's been talked about, whether it's going to be them or not. Um, again, though, back to the original point, I, I, I think that the traveling there – um, it kind of neutralizes teams. I mean, even back to when we played the Giants in 07, you know, it neutralized that game. It, but when you have a team that's there, maybe it doesn't. Um, but I, I think you've seen a little bit of that in that Buffalo game. Yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, you know, that pl- game is played in, uh, you know, in upstate New York. I think it's a different outcome. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Not to say that Jacksonville is not a, a good team. They are, and no. and they could beat them. I'm not saying that. I just think it is a different. You know, I think it's 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 different. One way or another, it's different. You know. Um. So and, and again, like you know, the 9:30 in the morning start. I that I don't like that, and I don't know. That's I, they I there four times. That's what it's going to be. Why can't they have yeah. a night game there? You know, why do we have to wake up 9:30? Well, you know, how's that there? Because you know? I think the problem is when it's 9.30 here, it is like late in the afternoon there. It's 1 o'clock there, I believe, right? I thought later than that. I thought they're like at least six is hours different. Is yeah, really I think they're at least six hours different. So I think it's like, let's say it's like, you know, three. I'm sure you could make it later. You know, like I, I yeah. think the ideal thing would probably be somewhat of a, you know, maybe like a, a well, even a one o'clock start brings it to a night game or a regular night game there. So I think that's what you're like striving for. It still, it still seems like it's daylight when that thing's over with, right? How would you know that? Well, I don't it's know. It's still light outside, isn't it? You know, like I was watching it yesterday. It was still daylight there. It's not a dome, you know. I guess it would be like six, seven o'clock. Is it really that late? I don't, see, I don't know. I don't know what the time difference is. I, really I, I think it's like six. I, I think six is a. I think six is a, like a a, a a a safe guess. You know, it might be five and a so half, something us? like that. But you're saying they're they're, they're ahead, ahead of us or behind us? Yeah, ahead of us. So, so they, you know, there there are times. Okay. Yeah, so I think I but so I guess it comes down to three o'clock you think saying there? I think so. And I think that when they you know, it's a Sunday, so for the work week and that to play a night game on Sunday every time, I guess they're trying to uh, I guess introduce the game on a normal like day like we would have, but it definitely interferes with the with the United States schedule of the game, you know. Well, you know um, it's, you know, for some like people like us who watch every game, really, when you wake up at nine in the morning to watch football, and then you're still up at like twelve o'clock with the late game, and that's some job. You know. Oh yeah. Well, well, it's already. You know? Yeah, there's no doubt about it. But I mean, even without the nine o'clock game, it, it tends to, yeah. to to flirt on the job line. Know. <laughs> you know. But I, I, mean, it's, um, it's, I know. But like that's that's rough, man. You know, it's like yeah. you know. You, you wake up. You got to wake up at nine in the morning for this game, and then then you're watching the eight o'clock game, and it's like you know, it's like it's like fifteen hour a day, you know. Yeah, uh, I don't like it because it's just I'm not. I guess I'm just not ready for that. If it was my team, especially, I don't. I feel like it's wasted on that early morning game. But I, mean, I don't know how it affects know, players the too. Best game, the best game of the year, really, Kansas City and Miami turning out to this battle is in Germany. 
I mean, really. Which I think is, you know, yeah, I don't know the time difference there, but I think that's a shame. Because I think that, again, like, that's my point, and that's why I brought this up. Because I think it neutralizes that game. I don't think you're going to yeah. get the real game. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you're really going to get what that game could be when it's taking place in Germany. It's, uh-huh. it's, it, it's Super Bowl-like in the sense of, like, the preparation and everything, but not Super Bowl-like in the sense of the game the uh, as yeah. intensity, you know? Didn't so you really got to go through all I didn't think this would, would expand. I thought this would, like, peter out after a while. You know, I never thought it would get worse. But they have like six, eight of these a year now. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, well, I think that's the difference. It's like when they used to have it, and, uh, you know, the Dolphins, I think, were like the first in the preseason in 88 yeah. when they played the Niners out there. You know, it was once a year, and I kind of liked it when it was once a year. It was like a special thing. One team did it, and okay, you know, exposed to the you know the other side of the world. And I, I was into that because it was such a rarity and such a strange thing. But then when it became like competitive, I didn't like it so much because I felt that really hindered on your team and you know in going out there to have to um, you know play there. I thought hurt your team if they were very competitive. And uh, I don't know what Super Bowl teams have played out there in the last four or five years. I'd be interested to know if those teams had success primarily in winning a Super Bowl or going to a Super Bowl uh, if they played there. And I'm curious. that I don't know if you know that, um, but I'd be Giants, really curious. The Giants, I think, are the only one that won it, right? Yeah, obviously they beat us in a very close game and then wound up winning the Super Bowl that year. Um which also was strange because they puttered all the way through the season and got hot at the end. Yeah. I don't think the England thing had anything to do with that, but, you know, it did happen to go that way, right? You know, if we would have won that game, they wouldn't have been right. in the playoffs. And right. The Patriots probably would have won the future. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, I mean, uh, that, you so, know, so they way, really we did struggle. A, we still had a – we definitely had a, a uh, you know, a hand in that. <laughs> yeah, for for sure. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Um, you know, so so there's that. I, I I don't know. I mean, you know, teams are playing at 9:30 in the morning. It's not 9:30 in the morning where they are, but how much does their biological clock adapt to where it's still not 9:30 in their in their minds? You know, I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess being there for two weeks makes it easier. Flying out there a week before makes it you know easier. But I don't know. Um, how much you overcome that? Uh, you know, again, so you got a game that's really not the game that you would maybe see on a high level if it wasn't played like that. But you know, I guess we're whining about something that's really not a huge, huge deal. Um, if it was later so, in the year, maybe one of the things that I think is a big thing um, that we touching upon we talked about injuries a little bit and the reason I brought up Buffalo is because um, they have really been stricken hard injury wise defense they lost their two top defensive players back to back they lost their defensive player uh, safety uh, last week and then Milano now um, they lost this week uh, and uh, I heard that it's a fracture now of his leg um, I don't know uh, you know 
what the extent of that is, but obviously that's a pretty big injury, and I haven't got any update if there's a knee involved in that as well. Got anything on that? You think, they, no, they, uh, they think it's uh, season-ending. They think he broke his leg, and they think there's major knee damage too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I haven't heard the the knee extent of that. I heard the broken leg, and so I don't know if there's knee on top of that. But either way, yeah, they I think mean, there is. They think there's a major knee problem. So this, that was the last thing. And that was coming from the Bills. So this can't be opened up anymore. I mean, the Miami Dolphins right now have find themselves in a situation that they have not found themselves in in a long time. I mean, this is wide open for them right now. They have the AFC East yep. lead right now, and you know their their top competitor in that has just taken two huge uh, defensive hits. Uh, I don't chalk up the loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars because of everything we just spoke about, which is why I brought it up, Dolphins. I brought it up for that reason. I wouldn't get a gauge on that from the game they played in London, but I would definitely take heed in the injuries that they've suffered on the defensive side of the football. And I also yeah, it saw it, it was, and I also saw Diggs and Josh Allen get into it again. So um, I stand by what I've always said about the Buffalo Bills. I think they're uh, a mentally – I don't like to say mentally soft, but uh, I think that that's where you can get them. And if you can punch them down, they're going to stay down, and they're going to have a hard time. Now, back to what they did to us is they shot out of a cannon and they never looked back. Now, I can see your argument there, although I don't think that we lost that kick that, – that, I don't think we lost that coin toss in that game. But, you know, they're, they're the kind of team that when they get on a roll, they can stay on a roll. Um, so, Absolutely. you know, you watch that. Um, so what, 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 rest, happened to our, what happened to our running back yesterday? Yeah, so we just got injuries now that uh, yeah, we got update, you know, that, that, that uh, Devon Achon uh, hurt his knee. And uh, we're, we're trying to get, you know, some updates on exactly – how bad it is and what the status of it is, but he did hurt his knee Remember and I saw uh, that? it's being I evaluated. Remember I noticed that? Well, no, I think, well, listen, I think I seen him get hurt, and I told you I think he got hurt. Remember on that play where he too. called himself out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Like I, yeah. But well, uh, hopefully it's you, not that bad. I know you were concerned what, Tyree killed that he hurt his knee the way he slid on that one play. Well, I think split. that's what well, you're yeah, thinking I of. Mean, if he bounced right up, think, it was hard. Yeah, well, no, that's I, the one I, I, I said the same thing. So, you know, there is something there. Um, hopefully it's yeah, – but right now, injury-wise, you know, the Dolphins, that's their biggest uh, – you know, that's their biggest, I guess, um, I, I don't know, uh, not fear, but it, what is it? The biggest you know, I, they don't have that many. Yeah. Well, I, I you know, think, we lost our we lost Armstead for you know on IR. You know we lost Craycraft on you know to IR. You know. Yeah. What, what else? The center's been in now, so there's been problems. You know. Yeah. The, the, there's a, the, listen, you know, I, I think Connor yeah. Williams is slowly becoming one of the best centers in football. And you talked last week when he had uh, come out. Uh, yeah, Armstead came out. I think you, what you saw the most was when Williams had come out of that game and the rush up the middle. Oh, okay. um, this guy is becoming yep. one of the best centers in, in the game. 
Um, so, yeah, I mean, that that's obviously a big thing there. Um, you know, they have to stay healthy, but they they're right now I think they have, you know, uh, really carved out a real nice path ahead of them to keep playing good football, um, you know, and, and, of course, injuries are something that you can't prevent. So it's a long season, and we'll see, but teams have been – getting hit by injuries right now. Um, I mean, you've seen that with the Jets opening day. You're seeing it with Buffalo now. Burroughs is certainly not 100%. Um, you know, from, uh, you had uh, uh, Diggs on Dallas get hurt. Uh, right? There's been some real big season-ending injuries well, this I, year I, already. I just, I just read that Kelsey got hurt yesterday. He did, but he came back in and he scored a touchdown afterwards. So uh, it looked real okay. scary when he did. He hurt his ankle, and and everybody gasped. But he did return in that game and scored a touchdown after that. So I think they dodged a bullet there. But um, but yeah, I mean it's you know that's that's the game, right? Uh, and that's what you you kind of uh, fear, and that's where you know the Dolphins are at right now. They're at a really good standpoint, but they have to stay healthy. Um, you have that low in the schedule right now, and uh, and like you said, you play after Carolina. I think you got Philadelphia, which will be a test, another barometer. Then you got New England, and then you got that Kansas City game in Germany. So uh, you know you'll have you'll have some tough games coming up the pike um, that'll really give you. Uh, a, a real good gauge of where they're at before that buy hit, and um, yep, you know, absolutely. And, and see where that comes. Uh, I, I would say that right now, AFC wise, I don't see any other team besides Buffalo and the Chiefs. Uh, you know, that seems extremely dominant. There's teams that can certainly beat you and do stuff, but they have not played at that level right now. I, I haven't seen them play at that level right now. So, you know, those, those seem to be, you know, the, the, the two teams that uh, are really, um, I, I guess, potentially, uh, you know, um, AFC uh, dominant. And then NFC, sure. obviously, you see a lot of different ones, um, which you know, which will make it interesting. Um, you have a Monday night game tonight where <clears throat> you know the Raiders uh, are basically on the verge of collapsing again, and and uh, I don't know. This will be interesting to see, uh, you know, how many Packer fans are in that stadium, which has basically been like a road game for the Raiders since they left. Uh, so, you know, I guess that from that standpoint, it makes an uninteresting game a little bit interesting, but um, not really, a, you know, an off-the-charts game, at least from my experience. Well, you know, I, just, I know this is looking like, you know, this is this is like out of our, our league and everything right now, but San Francisco looks very good. They look very yeah. good. That's they look very game. good. Yeah, they they look like the wall, they're scary. clicking on all all I mean, cylinders. They took about uh, Dallas like Dallas was a crappy team. Yeah, you know, no, they not, did. You know. They looked they looked like they are not missing a beat on every cylinder. You were Jerry Jones there tonight? I heard Jerry him say Jones, yesterday. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Who you ever hear him ever say something like well, that? Well, I heard him come out with that. I heard him. He came out with that actually before kickoff yesterday. And then it was supposedly okay. that he said I that he to, said to, 
Okay. Uh, he said that before kickoff, which was supposed to uh, psychologically spark his team, which, which oh, obviously didn't, didn't exactly – that hit the wall hard. No. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. they want to come up with something new on there. That was the open one for the Gipper speech, huh? <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, yeah, exactly. You got to leave that one to Newt. All right, let's take a quick oh, break. God. We'll come back continue on that. Hi, this is Tom Vigorito, former Miami Dolphin, and you're listening to the Miami Dolphin Legends Show with Pat Catello. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. That blood had never burned in her veins. Now here she's got a house up in Fairview in a style she's trying to maintain. Well, if she wants to scream it, you can tell her I'll be Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. You come to the final stretch here. Pacatello, Rich Van Zandt coming at you. And we'll bring you up to that Monday night football game, which we both just talked about. You know, Rich, one thing, like I was actually talking about this today. You you know, you brought it up. Um, you know, I think that you can basically take the entire um, new generation of football when i say that uh you know i i say that i guess from you know the 80s up and i think basically you could tie everything that back to the san francisco 49ers and their success and what i mean by that is i think they revolutionized this era of football because if you look at the dominance that they've had starting from, you know, Bill Walsh and this whole West Coast offense which derived from Paul Brown originally making a mistake, I guess, and not hiring him, taking Forrest Gregg over him from Cincinnati and then ultimately paying the price in that Super Bowl. Um, but more importantly, if you look at the way that they revolutionized and the success that they had with their, you know, five Super Bowls or whatnot, and it's not to say teams can't win championships, because obviously the Dallas Cowboys were able to do that, and teams can beat them, but they changed everything in the way that, you know, they were able to have so much success, and then from that tree moving forward, everybody since then, and the teams that you see, uh, it seems like that's where it's stemming from, and right now, if you look in the league, 
I mean, it seems like it all originated from there in the sense of, like, you have Shanahan, right, who brought it to Denver and then had this insane tree that came with him from his son to, to our coach to, um, to Sean McVay and then Andy Reid, another San Francisco disciple. You know, it just seems like yep. that's what's dominating this entire league right now. And, you know, there's, yep. there's obviously guys from other organizations, but they seem like that offense is still going on today. Like everything that they did um, back then is still dominating this league, I guess. Yep, you're right. Absolutely right, you know. And, you know, Shanahan looks like he took it to the next level. Right now it you know, certainly does look level. like that. You know, and, 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 you know, and also – Our team's built like that too. Like, you know, they yeah. went after speed, you know. And, yeah. and, you know, it's big – you know, it's not just speed. It's speed with talent. I mean, we've had speed before, but they didn't sure. have talent. <laughs> you know, they You're had right. the and they couldn't win, you know. Right, and the way that they, you know, they were running a very similar offense, you know, the way that they, they if, you, if you look at our offense right now, the number one success, I think, reason is, is, is the motion and how they put so many guys in motion pre-snap, and we're number one in the league doing that right now. McDaniel has disguised that, and that's what's given so many teams problems. And I said earlier, you know, uh, I think that you can adjust to that eventually, but that's given you a big edge right now. But you know who's number two in doing that? The San Francisco 49ers. So, you know, obviously that's our guy, you know, and that's where, you know, he comes from. Um, but uh, uh, the Achilles heel on Frisco, though, the Achilles heel is going to be his McCaffrey stay healthy. Because well, if he well, goes down, it's a different team. And that's, you so know, it, and he hasn't really played a full season ever, right? No, uh, nope, and 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 that, and if you watched that game yesterday, that's the only thing that has to make you cringe. He took some real hard hits, and they kept pounding the ball. Um, but yeah, I yeah. mean, you have to be real concerned with that because an injury like that can change everything. And you see, last year when Brock Purdy got hurt, you know, the one thing they've always had under that, you need to have a very smart quarterback leading your team when you have that kind of an offense, right? Uh, Montana, Steve Young, uh, you know, these guys were off the charts smart. And then you have uh, Brock Purdy. And, and, and I think that, you know, well, they happen to lose basically every quarterback. I mean, it was a step away from, from uh, me and you. Well, well, maybe not you, but me <laughs> getting a call to <laughs> come in there <laughs> and play in that championship game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously injuries can change everything. But, uh, you know, I, I, I just noticed that around that league that it, it's kind of still going on. And even having they a – uh, they, they, they didn't draft Purdy to be a starter. They drafted no. him because they wanted another backup quarterback, and it just turned out. You know what I mean? It's just a weird situation because they gave up the house for Trey Lance, and it didn't work out. You know? It's very similar to Brady. It really is. The, the similarities are, are are very similar because you know they they both had things which really appealed. But let's be honest, we're not drafted for that reason and just happened to you know move up the ladder. I mean, Drew Bledsoe was just signed a gigantic contract when Brady was drafted, and uh, and like you said, you know, they Brock Purdy was not uh, you know he was Mister Irrelevant. Look at, and, look, look at like you know you got to look at the way they do combines. And they scout because this guy was drafted. How how late was this guy drafted? 
He was Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah, he was the last person in the draft. Last pick in the draft, and and the guy's starting on a, on arguably the best team in football. I know. I mean, that's crazy. Starting yeah, and crazy. playing exceptional, like what? not just filling yeah, exactly. in. I mean, and I got to be honest with you, if they don't draft him, somebody maybe brings him in on a free agent contract. Maybe he's on the street. There's no, there's no guarantee if he makes a team. No, you it's know? very strange how that stuff works. I I know, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, you know, it, it, it's very strange, and uh, and so um, I, I agree. I think there's so many people out there that they that they miss because they, they have this 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 just uh, you know, cookie cutter mentality. All the, money, all the resources and money and and these scouts are supposed to be geniuses, and not one of them had this guy on the radar. You know. Well, I think uh, you could probably say that in, in a lot of other positions, too. I think that they have this yeah, cookie-cutter okay. mentality that you have to fit into yep. these boxes, and if you don't, you can't play, and the Hall of Fame is well, lined with people. Look how stupid the, the, the combines are. are. Are we playing football or running track? What are we doing? Yeah, yeah I agree. You know? I agree. Uh, you know, you know, bring I, the javelin throw, too. I mean, it's oh, did it's you hear? Idiotic. Did you did you hear? You know, Tyreek Hill. Uh, well, two things on Tyreek Hill, but uh, the one thing, you know, obviously him and Achon have uh, you know the fastest times, which I think is ridiculous that we're seeing this top ten now of the fastest oh, you, know. you know plays in the game. But but uh, but it's come out now that uh, you know that the. the the second fastest person on the Miami Dolphins is not Achon. Do you know who it is? No. It is, it's Ethan Bonner, and he's on the practice squad right now, and he's a cornerback from Stanford, and Tyreek Hill says he's he's uh, second fastest, but he wouldn't want to go up against him, so that's how fast he must be. And he's on the practice really? squad, Rich. He's on the practice squad. Oh, he might be the fastest guy in the NFL. He might be the fastest guy in the NFL. He's on the practice squad. At a position that you think we are really struggling at and in need of somebody. So that, well, that goes you know, in. The other guy, Cam Smith, that was our second round draft pick, has not seen the field. Yeah. But he's injured, right? Injured. But he no, got injured, I don't right? Think so. Is he hurt? I, 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 I don't, don't know. I don't think he is. I think he's just like, you know, dressed but doesn't play. You don't think he's hurt right now? I don't think so. No, I don't think he's on IR or anything. No. I think he's dressed. I don't think he's just, I don't think he's sniffed the field. Yeah, he's uh, obviously, um, no, they don't, let's see, let me see. He's not listed in, uh, He's not on listed roster. on the death chart, no. Um, he's not listed on the. He's not listed on the practice squad either. Oh, well, he's not definitely not on the practice squad. Somebody would grab him. You know what I mean? He's too high on the bench. You can't put him there. I'm not uh, not seeing him either place. So if he got hurt. I had thought he did. Uh, maybe not. Maybe maybe he is just no. I guess he's. I guess he is just the. Uh, 
on that roster, but we haven't seen him. Kind of like Channing Tiddale, right? Where, where, where's he been? He's listed. He, he's listed. I think you have to call Colombo to find him. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Like I said, and I remember we talked last week that we haven't seen him in any role. Yeah, I don't know. I specifically looked. Too. You looked on special teams, too? Yeah. Yeah, like I really looked I the know. whole game to try to find him. Yeah. I could not get a sighting of him. It's crazy. Totally insane. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Like, a lot of these uh, guys, beginning back to, like you said, yeah, I mean, we only had four guys in the draft. <laughs> he was, it was number one. And we cut the last one. And we cut the last one. Remember, the seventh rounder got cut. The, the, the offensive lineman. Yeah. Ryan Hayes. He got with that. Yeah, he got waved. Yeah. And, and what about the receiver? Elijah Higgins. So he I don't see him on anything. I don't see him listed either. on the practice squad. Well, I don't. I don't see him listed. He probably got waived too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Um, but again, bringing up your point, so it's not all speed, right? Because we might have the fastest guy in the NFL on the practice squad at a cornerback position, and he's not suiting up. <laughs> So there's more to it than that. And, and of course, I know you were very happy today to hear that Tyreek Hill said that uh, if the, 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 there's rumors that there's now going to be flag football in the Olympics, and he is ecstatic about that and focusing on that. So, so there you got that, which is nice, because I know you'll be very supportive of that. Flag football. Yeah, flag that's going to be – can I, I, I get quarterback against Saudi Arabia. I would I would actually pay to see that. I would show up. That, now you got me in. I'm in now. I'm in now. Can you pursue that? I'm in. I'm in. I would love to see that. I can be Saudi Arabia. I'll tell you that right now. So there you have it. So that's what you got to look forward to. All right, uh, Carolina Panthers coming in. This is another. This is another one of those games you can't win, right? Because you're supposed to beat them, and you got to beat them big. So, you know, it, it, yeah. it's a must-win game. You really, you know, you can only lose this game. So you have to uh, just take care of business like they did. Uh, again, not the prettiest game against the Giants, but nonetheless a victory and a victory, you know, uh, where you need it to be. Um, and so you just got to continue the same thing uh, against Carolina. And, um, Absolutely. you know, it's a team that you should beat. So again, one of one of the worst teams in football, right? I don't think they have yeah, yeah, win. They're zero and four. Yeah, yeah. They're zero so, and four. Zero and five. I'm sorry, zero and five. Yeah. So this is your opportunity. You got the yeah. schedule. The Buffalo faltered out there. They're banged up right now. This is your opportunity to just maybe get another game. Try to like spread it out. Oh, I think they're playing. Who are they playing? Denver or are they playing New England? Buffalo. Um, might be playing no, Denver. Who are they playing? Yeah, they're playing Denver. Yeah, I think they're, they're playing, playing Denver? Denver. Yeah, I think right. I think so. Okay. So, you know, probably not, but you just have to, you know, just, just keep that gap going there and, uh, you know, let, let it all play itself out. One thing I'll add, though, uh, 
Tua had that long run, and he actually did slide, and it looked like a decent slide, right? So I'm looking for positives wherever I can get them. But he did slide, and it would look like a good slide. So, yeah, all right. All right, so you worked on your slide in the offseason. I guess judo taught him something, right? What's that? I said it looks looks like judo taught him something, right? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Did you learn the slide there, or did you actually learn to slide in addition to the judo classes? (laughs) Either way, he, he, I like it. I liked what I saw, and so um, we'll take that. You know, uh, when he's pressured, he sometimes makes some Ill, ill-advised throws, and he did that in the Giants game. Buffalo's, and so Buffalo's playing the Giants next week at. Uh, they are playing the Giants. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Because Dayball is returning. Uh, so um, yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes. Uh, you know, that's a little different. In the sense that it's stable returning, so you yeah. know how that kind of stuff goes. And obviously Daniel Jones is a little banged up. Not expecting much there, but you never know because he's returning there, and you know this team might actually come out to fight. And uh, you know this was a playoff team last year, once removed. So you know it's not yeah. like this team it just happened to really uh, regress quickly. But um, you know. Woo. We'll see yeah. what happens and get it in the tank. So, All right, and we'll report on it. We'll have all that stuff, and let's hope the Miami Dolphins continue in their winning ways. And we'll see you here next week on the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.